before we dive in today, I want to invite you into the Momentum Lab. This is our brand new program launching on December 2nd, and it is, we have spent countless hours putting this program together for you and we have some very special Black Friday pricing coming up as well but this is our 90-day mentorship program that delivers your online business to you on a silver platter. We've put together over 14 hours of training to help you implement our FAME method into your business to get you building momentum today. Everything from planning to productivity to positioning yourself as an authority, all the way to brand awareness, building attention, and monetization through connection, conversation, and creating your own individual movement. So if you are interested in creating momentum inside of your online coaching business, please send us a DM and let's see if this is the right fit for you. Welcome back to another episode of the Unfiltered Coach Podcast. We're really excited to talk to you today about how and why to transition your current clients from in-person into online. This is a question we get all the time, and this is something that we went through ourselves as being personal trainers and gym owners. It was a struggle that we had, and we navigated it ourselves. It's something that we've helped a number of coaches do as well, and a question that always pops up. So we're really, really excited to dig into this. Yeah, I remember a time where I was really struggling to to get both feet out of the in-person, and I think this comes back to a lot of our limiting beliefs and our fears about being successful successful because when you grow a when you grow a business in person we we do it through connection we do it through our face-to-face interaction using our personality to sell and so shifting online entirely can be really scary so i remember keeping one foot in the online world and one foot in the offline world for way longer than i should have and i know a lot of coaches do this too yeah absolutely it's so difficult when you're trying to do both things at once, Mm -hmm. but until you truly commit, neither of them are going to truly grow. So, you know, I think we can kind of dig right in. I, uh, we got a lot of stuff to try and get through today. So let's start with, you know, why you should be transitioning online. Mm -hmm. And, uh, why don't I let you kick it off there? Yeah. I mean, I think I went through a really hard time because I would tell myself, that I couldn't be successful online or as successful online because connection wasn't going to be the same, right? And so I kind of just used that story to hold myself back for a long time. And you remember, you know, even right up until you kicked me out of the gym entirely, almost literally, I was maintaining a roster. Every Thursday morning, I had like six clients that I just could not let go of because I think it was based in fear, right? I told myself that I needed that connection. I could never not have in-person clients. And so shocker, I never got rid of them. And even when I did shift online, I still maintained a roster of nutrition clients in person just because I quote unquote needed to have them, right? And looking back now, that was so silly, but it's a good learning process because you all go through this just like I did, right? You all go through this the same way. Yeah, and we see it so much. And I talk with coaches almost on a daily basis that are maintaining kind of a split. They're either, they want to get online and they're in person and they've got, you know, a handful of clients or maybe they work it up to half and half, but it is very scary to Mm -hmm. make that full transition from what's been, you know, the moneymaker, that steady income for so long to go into something that is, 
a little bit more foreign, Mm -hmm. but we're going to kind of walk you through some fantastic strategies to use. So it isn't this, you know, ripping a bandaid off. It's more of like a tiered approach to make this transition. And I think that's the best way. We never want to make these knee jerk decisions. And as you go through the process, just like you did, you start to realize that it's not as scary as you thought it was. Nope. You start to realize you can create that connection just the same online as it was in person. Yeah. And you start to realize what you truly value. And a lot of people, you know, and you noticed it at first as well, you didn't think you would be as fulfilled just doing online coaching. Yeah. And then you started to realize how much it actually truly lit you yeah. up seeing all of the wins that your clients were having. Yeah, that's actually what I was just going to go into was like, I almost felt bad how much I loved only being online, right? Once you gave your, I gave myself permission to say, okay, I'm not going to coach in person anymore. I'm making this jump. I felt so good. You know, I could do my own thing. I could set my own hours. I didn't have to be somewhere for someone at a specific time and place, right? So it was, maybe it was new, you know, and that was exciting. But I think a big part of it was just simplifying my focus, like having that singular focus of, okay, I'm growing online now. I don't have to try and grow two businesses at the same time, which is essentially what you're doing. If you have in-person and online clients, they are kind of two separate gigs, right? They're two separate businesses that grow separately and, and, um, require unique strategies. Mm -hmm. So it, it was really nice to have just that singular focus. And I grew so much faster once I decided to do that. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, the very first thing that we want to get across is you need to commit to growing your online business. You really need to you know, stop treating it like a side project, stop treating it like a side hustle, like this little bit of side income that you got going on, mm-hmm. because you're doing that out of fear. You're 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 calling it that because you are afraid and you don't feel you can actually make it your full-time job. You are unsure if you can truly replace your income with it. And we've helped a ton of coaches replace their income with online coaching through this transitional process that we're going to walk you through. But until you actually commit to making it your full time, you're never going to have the intent behind your online. And that's going to lead us into the next thing that really kind of holds us back. So why don't you jump in there? Well, I mean, before we jump into that, I just want to really touch on there's three main things that coaches, I think, are chasing when they're shifting online. And it's time, it's choice, and it's freedom. You know, and in order to achieve those things, more of them or in a different way, you have to change the lens that you're viewing them through, right? Because in the in-person world, you can create more time, you can have more choice and you can have more freedoms. It just looks a lot different, right? So you have to shift that lens and you can't shift that lens until you fully commit, like you just said. But um, yeah, doing both simultaneously is just really, really difficult. And until you come to that place where you mentally decide I'm committed to this, I'm stepping into this role and I'm going to become an authority in this way. It's just very challenging to do both at the same time. Yeah, absolutely. And would you agree what we see the most is that when we kind of have one foot in each that we kind of the coaches that we work with, they kind of sell where their intention is. They kind of sell where they're a little bit more confident. So if they are, you know, let's say one third online, two thirds in person, 
that they lead with selling new prospective clients into in-person versus mm-hmm. online. Yeah, we see that all the time. We have so many coaches when in the very beginning, they're like, I can't, I, I don't understand why. Everybody comes to me from Instagram, but I end up selling them my in-person. Like they just, they want in-person. And it's like, well, no, they don't necessarily want the in-person. You're just pitching them the in-person. Like you're making it sound more appealing because you're confident pitching that service, mm-hmm. right? You're probably going to botch a bunch of pitches to your online services in the beginning. That's okay. Guess what? You sucked at selling your in-person shit too, right? You just got good and comfortable with it over time. So you have to give yourself the the time to really grow into that role and to become confident pitching your online services. Otherwise, you just never will, right? Yeah. What I like to do with with people is just have them remove that as an option. Yes. So once we commit to growing our online business, once we commit to not treating it like a side project and, you know, having that intention behind this is going to replace my in-person, when you're meeting with prospective clients or talking with prospective clients, sell them on your online coaching services. Mm -hmm. And, you know, nine times out of 10, you're able to accomplish the same goals with them. Mm -hmm. So many people don't need in person. No. And, you know, even if they do, maybe if you're truly committing, maybe you start to build a referral partnership with somebody who can handle them in person. Yes. As Which long- can be powerful. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And like we still have people that reach out to us that are looking for personal training that we refer to people. There's still people that we that you've worked with online that you end up referring to someone in person because they needed that mm-hmm. or they wanted a personal trainer. Mm-hmm. But just because somebody is getting personal training doesn't mean that they might not also need nutrition coaching right. as well. So yeah. that's something that I want to touch on. But, you know, you need to remove it as an option because until you do, it's likely going to be your primary focus. And yeah. that's where people are going to. It's what it's what's going to grow. Always. You know, you're going to grow where your energy flows. Mm-hmm. And when you're more confident in that and you're pitching both, your energy is going to be behind in person. Yeah. And if you're putting your energy in too many places, you're going to grow nowhere, Exactly. which is exactly what happened to me, you know? So it's it's okay if you, this is resonating and you're like, well, shit, I, I don't know what to do now. It, my energy is all over the place. Like I don't have a singular focus. That's really good. It's a good thing to realize that because now you can have some hard conversations with yourself and figure out where you want to focus. Just because there's this huge shift online right now doesn't mean it's necessarily for you. But if it is, you have to go all in on that Mm because you're not going to grow the way you want to in order to be able to travel the world, in order to be able to get your time back if you keep one foot out that door. Right? Absolutely. And I think we've talked about this on some previous podcasts about how There isn't this line in the sand between on and offline. Right. You know, you can, as people start to, when they're in the in-person space as a trainer and they're trying to grow online, they start to do all of these things like identifying who their ideal client is, Mm -hmm. you know, zeroing in on their messaging, getting more active on social media, starting to create more of a presence there. And what ends up happening is they start to draw more attention. People start to know what they do. And then they're selling people in person. And we've seen it time and time again where that person is upset that their online business isn't growing. But when you look at what's going on and you see that they've landed a ton of clients in person. So it's okay. But as long as you start to identify 
well, this is a win because I have been selling people in person and that's why my online isn't growing. Mm -hmm. So we need to shift that intention and truly commit, remove it as an option. Yeah, 100%. Why don't you dive into some of the strategies that we like to use with our clients? Yeah, so we're going to touch on a couple things here. So I want to give you three strategies that you can implement right now into your business and into your processes to start building your online roster. You don't have to change anything with what you're doing in person, but you can use these to start building your online roster. And then Laura's gonna walk you through like an exit strategy, an action plan on how to actually transition from in-person into fully online. So I've got three things for you. So number one is most of your in-person clients will eventually stop working with you. So let's implement an exit strategy or an exit plan for your in-person clients. When they are moving or when they're stopping, let's work to kind of sell them into online coaching Mm -hmm. as an exit strategy for them. So Mm -hmm. this is fantastic. If your client is moving, they're moving too far away from your gym, they're moving out of state, whatever it is, then you can, you've got that pre-existing relationship with them. So let's move them into online coaching to continue working with Mm -hmm. them. Maybe they are stopping because it's too expensive. Maybe they're stopping because something came up and you know what their goals are. If their goals require continued support, continued program design, continued accountability, continued nutrition coaching, well, you can still have them, okay, well, they can't come work out with you three times a week or they can't afford that. Well, I totally understand. Why don't we work together just on the nutrition side of things so that we can maintain where you're at so we can continue seeing progress. Mm -hmm. So that's probably the the first strategy that I start with. Yeah, I like that strategy a lot. And two, you know, for clients that perhaps are stopping because they don't feel like they need that much attention anymore, Mm -hmm. a group coaching option for support, a group coaching option for maintenance. Like there's so many cool ways that you can spin ongoing support for your clients in a way that feels really good for you. You know, I've had nutrition clients for well over a year by using these downsell strategies just to extend the lifetime value of that client, but also to make sure that they don't slip back into old behaviors, right? Because you and I both know a lot of the time, once you reach those goals of the client, the work is not done. That maintenance process can take way longer than it took them to actually lose the weight in the first place or whatever their goals may be, right? So a maintenance plan online is an awesome option too. Yeah. And I think we should actually do a podcast on like periodizing your approach with your clients to increase retention and increase lifetime value. I'm going to make a note of that. Yeah. Um, the, The second strategy is upselling your personal training clients to online coaching. So like this is so easy. You've already got the attention and connection with all of your existing clients. Mm -hmm. Most personal trainers are not doing any nutrition coaching. They may be giving kind of like the odd support or advice in sessions, but why not approach every single one of your clients and offer them or start a conversation with them about doing nutrition coaching. Mm -hmm. And then that is an online, in an online capacity. Obviously, you'll have your conversations in person, but they come and do their training and then they do online check-ins with you for their nutrition. Mm -hmm. And then you know what? That blends so well into the first strategy because when they stop training with you, you can just have them continue the nutrition coaching. Or just start like training programming online, right? It's an easy 
switch when you already have them working in both capacities just to say, hey, yeah, no problem. Let's continue programming. I'll send you a new program once a month. You know what to do. You can continue this on your own and then just downsell them from there into like a, a, a less expensive option, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And this is this is the end goal. Yeah, totally. Like you, we should be working with our clients to eventually have them not need us anymore. Right. We know that so much of clients coming to personal trainers eventually comes into kind of like you build so much rapport with them, they come for the relationship. Yeah. But you know, they might come once a week and then be working out themselves two or three times a week on their own. So you're likely already doing training program right, design. Yeah. There's probably going to come a time when if your clients are a little bit more advanced, they don't need you. Mm -hmm. So you should be have the goal of working yourself out of a job. Yeah. And this going into the online space flows perfectly into that strategy because it's the perfect segue for not only you as a coach, but for empowering your clients as well. Mm -hmm. So just understanding that this isn't some, you know, sleight of hand switch to your clients, no. you're actually doing them a service yes. by saying, hey, I want to make it so you don't need me all the time. Yeah. Let's work on this. Yeah. Yeah. I love that, sh that perspective shift. It's so true. So the, the last one is a downsell. So when you're doing your consultations for your in-person clients, you know, maybe they can't afford, you know, three training sessions with you a week or two training sessions with you a week. You know, we just talked with somebody from L.A. who charges over $200 a session. Yeah. So everyone's rates are different. But generally, online coaching rates are going to be a little bit more than working directly one on one with a personal trainer for the entire month. Mm -hmm. So use it as a downsell. If they can't afford to work with you, you know, two or three times a week, then say, hey, I understand that. You know, money's a little bit tight right now. I completely get that. I've been there too. How about we do this? We can work in an online remote capacity. We can still work towards all of your goals. It's just going to be offline, but it's going to be at a significantly reduced price. Yeah. So with these three strategies, you can build an online roster without actually having to do anything. Yeah. No marketing, <laughs> no social media, yeah. none of that. Downsell people that are already coming in upsell the people that you're already working with or you've worked with in the past and the people that stop simply move them into online coaching right there alone you could transition yourself over a period of maybe six months to have enough of an online roster to sustain yourself yeah totally i think it's so valuable people just don't think about that mm -hmm. right it's like right in front of them and they just completely overthink it yeah. so when you're ready to then make that shift online when you're ready to exit your in-person that's so scary right so i wanted to just walk through my strategy that i that i use to go through the shift and hopefully give you some ideas for how to do it yourself i think this is a really individual process i think it depends on your person personality, how you frame it. And it depends on how many clients you currently have in person too, right? How long it's going to take that sort of thing. But the first step is to really commit to the transition and to understand and be okay with it taking time. It took me 
probably six months to fully shift, six to eight months to fully shift from a full in-person schedule to fully online. And the first step I took was to pick one to two days where I removed my in-person clients and started to shift them either into other days or start having those conversations like you just went through to shift them into an online capacity, right? So I immediately freed up more time for me to be able to dedicate to the online business. And I had already mentally committed that that time was going to be spent growing the online business, not my in-person roster. So you kind of had to draw that line in the sand and say, okay, I've freed up these days. I'm going to protect and guard this time because as personal trainers, we are so bad at just making it work for our clients. Like we'll come in at all hours of the day. I think that's probably one of the only jobs where this happens, right? Where you just like 4 a.m. That's the only time that works for you. Sure. I need the money, right? I'll be there. But once you free up those days, really guarding that time, um, as you start to move clients online, pre-planning where you're going to book these clients. Because they're online now, the last thing you want to happen is for you to shift everyone online and have the exact same crazy schedule online as you did offline, right? The whole point of shifting online is to buy back your time, to have more freedom, and to have more choice. Those are the big three that we spoke about in the beginning, right? So you want to think about what's one or two days a week where I'm going to do my online calls. Can I segment those calls to afternoons? Can I segment them just to mornings? Like what is my ideal client and how can I make it work best for them and for me? And just having that idea moving into the transition will make it a lot easier when people ask, when are you available? You have those time blocks already sectioned off, right? Yeah. And that's something that we walk through in the Momentum Lab as well. We talk about designing your ideal day. Mm -hmm. So as you go through this transition, you start to get a little bit more control back over your schedule. Mm -hmm. So, and we know one of the, the biggest issues with people that are trying to build their online business is not having any time to do it. Yeah. So simply by adjusting your existing schedule, without moving anyone online, you're going to be able to buy back time because we know that if you have, you know, a block or two in between clients, you're not going to truly be able to get that much deep work done. Mm -hmm. It's just going to be busy work in between those sessions. So, you know, trying to stack all of your clients to be on a few days a week rather than sporadic over five or six days allows you to say, okay, now I've got Mondays, now I've got Fridays, and now you can start to take that time mm-hmm. and dedicate that to business development. Yeah, 100%. I was actually just doing a consultation or an online consultation with, with a coach and we were struggling to find 30 minutes in a week to book a call just to talk to see if the Momentum Lab would be good for her. And... I finally, I just had to tell her, like, we got to work on your current schedule, girl, because there's no way you can take any more courses or do any programs or build your online business when you can't even find 30 minutes in your week. Mm-hmm. You know, it would you would be doing her such a disservice to throw her into a program to build an online business when everything's just crazy. So really figuring out where you're at and where you can start to buy back your time in that way is huge. Mm-hmm. Um Next, you want to be just having open, honest conversations with your clients and future pacing what you're doing. I think the easiest part for me to transition fully online was when I made that decision. Everyone already knew that's what I was doing. I had been talking about it for months. I was like preparing them so it wasn't just out of nowhere, out of the blue. I'm ditching them, right? I was letting them know that 
my intentions are changing and the the path that I'm taking my career is changing and I'm really excited about it and this is lighting me up and it we can still work together and here's what that might look like and so when the day came for me to say I'm shifting online like let's talk about how this is going to work now for us everyone was really excited for me they were supportive they were cheering me on rather than feeling like I tricked them right or like I was leaving them or abandoning them which is the last thing I ever would have wanted Mm -hmm. so So if you can start future pacing those conversations now and just be really transparent with your clients, oh, truly, 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 that will be, it's such a game changer for you. Yeah. And if these clients have been with you for any period of time, they understand you, they know you, they like you, they trust you. So just the pure fact of talking to them about how you're starting to build an online roster and you're really excited about it they're going to be supportive. And if they're not, they probably aren't going to be a long-term client anyways. And I think that's one of the most important things to realize. Mm -hmm. 100%. I think the last thing I would want you to do is to create some sort of special offer for them. So, or just have that in the back of your head. So as you're starting to have these conversations, when they ask, you have something ready to present to them right? So people may be more interested in online than you think. They may be excited about it. They may have never even thought that was an option for them and they may think that that's better for them. So as you're explaining that you're doing online, this is not something that people know about. Like we think they do because we're around it all the time, but your clients don't know about this unless they've sought it out before. So they may be really interested to hear what offers you have for them. If you can prepare something special for them to grandfather them into your online coaching, that would be a really awesome way to just say, hey, I appreciate you. I love you. I want you to stay with me. Here's what this would look like for you. Um, So you're prepared going into those conversations would be really important. Yeah. And I think once you tie all of this together that we walked through today, here's what happens. You make the commitment to moving online. So you remove in-person as an option for new clients. So you are not adding anyone into your roster. Mm -hmm. And then you start exiting people into online coaching. So now your roster is moving online and people that are leaving are moving into online. So your in-person roster is going down. Mm -hmm. You're moving people into online coaching. When people stop, you don't replace them. Mm -hmm. So your in-person roster just by that alone is starting to get smaller. You start shifting your clients onto specific days and start having these individual conversations with them. And then just by a byproduct of time, you will transition your entire schedule. Mm -hmm. So it could be as fast as you want it to be, or you can do this over three, six, nine, 12 months if you want to. Mm -hmm. There's no right or wrong way. It's gotta be suited to you as an individual, what you're working towards, your individual life. Maybe you're moving and you need to make this transition faster so that you don't just lose all of your income and need to start from the ground up. But just following this process is such a smooth transition to move from in-person into online. Yeah, I love it. I think it's so simple. Um, It's not as scary as people think. You just have to, number one, like we've said 10,000 times today, commit to it, decide you're going to do it, and don't waver on that. Because when you start to waver, that's where it all kind of just falls apart, right? Awesome. I think that uh, that is all I've got. I think that wraps up kind of like every strategy that we implement with all of our clients. Was there anything you wanted to add? No, that's great. I think it's great. I would love to hear if people use these strategies, how it works for them. 
Yeah, so please, if you enjoyed this, please take a screenshot of this, share it on Instagram. That really helps get more attention to our podcast, get this information into the hands of more coaches Mm -hmm. going through this transition. So please share it, tag us on Instagram. We would really, really appreciate that. Leave us a review on iTunes. That really helps get this out there. So thank you so much. Love and appreciate you. And we will chat soon. See you next week.